Frosted Leaf is Denver's most innovative dispensary. What I like about Frosted Leaf would probably be their knowledgeable bud tenders, their online kiosk, their online ordering, and then just pick up at the store. And then they're always getting new genetics as well, so that's always cool. Like Edgar mentioned, Frosted Leaf gives you no lines, no weight, and a self-paced direct shopping experience that allows a fast yet comfortable transaction without the awkwardness of a waiting room. Not only does Frosted Leaf have the hottest strains, but they also offer a rewards program that will help towards your purchases. I would recommend Frosted Leaf to a friend and I would tell them to look forward to different strains and to knowledgeable help. Check out Frosted Leaf's three Denver locations and download their app today. Welcome in to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by In We Go. Joined by a special guest, Mason Plumwood. I thought he was going to knock that ref out in LA. <laughs> Coaches will get testy with officials, but to run out onto the court and yeah. cut him off, yeah. I've never seen that before. You should have taken a charge on him. That <laughs> A special guest, Darrell Arthur. When did you first realize Nicole Jokic was good? He was in Philadelphia for Jameer's kind of like team bonding thing, and I knew it right away that he was going to be good. He was making great passes and good reads and stuff like that, and I said, this kid's going to be good. He's turned out to be a star. He has a great upside to him, and I know he'll be a Hall of Famer once he's done playing. And now, here's your hosts, Harrison Wind and Christian Clark. Welcome to a brand new BSN Nuggets podcast, Friday edition of the program. We're recording today from Blake Street Tavern, as we do a lot of Fridays. They're nice enough to host us here on the podcast once every couple of weeks. But if you guys are ever in the area, make sure to check them out. Probably my favorite sports bar in Denver. The place to be to watch your favorite sports teams, college, pro, the Nuggets, the Rockies, the Broncos, the Avalanche. If you're in the area, make sure to check these guys out. We are presented today, of course, by Total Beverage. Right now, for a limited time, Total Beverage has an exclusive deal for BSN listeners. You can get $10 off a $50 purchase or more on their website and app by using the promo code BSN10. So again, by using the promo code BSN10, you can save $10 off a $50 order from Total Beverage. And of course, Total Beverage makes it super convenient, so you can have all your liquor, wine, beer, spirits delivered right to your door from anywhere in the north metro area all the way from Wheat Ridge to Erie. Welcome in Christian Clark to the show, sitting right across from me. The first order of business I wanted to discuss today was a report that surfaced Friday morning. Isaiah Thomas very close to a return, it seems. Some conflicting info out there about him practicing, not practicing for the Delaware Blue Coats while the Nuggets were in Philadelphia, or I should say are in Philadelphia for their Friday night matchup against the Philadelphia 76ers. But I think what we can take away from the reporting that's out there and what we've heard is his return is very close. And he'll be back on the floor for the Nuggets sooner rather than later. He was not moved at the trade deadline, which came and went here on Thursday. He's still with the Nuggets. So my thinking is he'll likely be with this team at least it seems like through the rest of the season are you excited for him to get back out there are you antsy about it what are your thoughts about him finally looking like he's going to come back on the court it's been a long time coming this has been a long grueling rehab process for him and 
it seems like the light at the end of the tunnel is very near. Well, I'm excited because Isaiah Thomas is just a great competitor. And, you know, just reading, you know, his, his tweets, his Instagram poster during this time, this is a guy who really, really wants to get out there. This is a guy who has a great love for the game. So I'm excited just for Isaiah Thomas to be able to do something that he loves again. I mean, it's been an unbelievably difficult last year and a half for him, mm-hmm. two years. I mean, to go from finishing fifth in the MVP voting to pretty much being cast aside and having to sign a minimum deal, really prove yourself all over again, that process is about to start. Um, it's it's just been a tough two years for him. So, I mean, I'm on a, I guess, a personal level, I'm just kind of rooting for him to play well. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a little skeptical just because he's been out so long, but I'm definitely rooting for the guy. I'm rooting for him hard. And he's got such an incredible story. I mean, it's been well publicized, right? Last pick in the draft overlooked, you know, second guest throughout his career. He's had to work for everything he's gotten. He's risen from those days in Sacramento to the MVP season he had in Boston. And obviously the last 11 months that he's been going through rehab has been a grueling, excruciating, drawn-out process. I mean, he had the hip surgery last March. It was rehabbing all summer. has been rehabbing this entire season with Denver. And you don't get a lot of up-close and personal time with Isaiah Thomas covering the team as we do because he's obviously been injured and injured players aren't accessible to the media. But you can see how frustrating and how difficult this process has been through him, through his social media activity. I mean, all this guy wants to do is get out there and hoop, and it's not hard to see that. But my biggest takeaway from his time around the team so far, it's been the impact he's had within the Nuggets locker room. You canvas that locker room. You pull every player on this roster. Nobody, and this goes for players and coaches, has a bad thing to say about Isaiah Thomas. The influence he's been behind the scenes for this young roster on guys from Monte Morris, who has called him a role model, uh, to guys like Devon Kuhn Purcell, who's not even on this team anymore, but I spoke to him about Isaiah Thomas's impact on him, a young player coming into this league. He had similar things to say about him. He also called Isaiah Thomas a comedian for just how funny this guy is behind the scenes, how light he keeps the mood, but also how he's not afraid to say anything to anybody. He's not afraid to have those difficult conversations that some guys don't want to have with each other. So it's obviously going to be interesting to see how he looks on the court and how he fits in with this Nuggets team, but I don't think we should overlook the impact he's had behind the scenes. And this Denver Nuggets team, it's a team full of underdogs, right? Nicole Jokic right. was the 41st pick. Um, Will Barton was a second rounder who didn't play at all in Portland, um, really revived his career when he got traded to Denver. Paul Millsap, a former second round pick, he's been doing it for a long time well, but his team is just kind of littered with, with second round picks and castoffs. Isaiah Thomas is the ultimate underdog. Five foot nine, a guy who was the last pick in the draft in 2011. Um, I mean, really had to, to fight for everything he got in this league. So, you know, I, I could see how he'd be a really good fit on this team. Just these are overlooked guys by and large. For sure. And he fits right into that group. He carries a lot of weight, a lot of clout in that Nuggets locker room. A lot of those guys still look at him as the MVP candidate he was in Boston. That's how Nikola Jokic looks at him. Yeah, players have so much respect for him. Right. I mean, he's the most popular player on the Nuggets roster. 
It's crazy to think about. And he's been out of basketball. He's been wiped off an NBA court for the last year. Yet, he still is the most popular player in the Nuggets locker room. Probably the most recognizable player on this team if you're just pulling an average NBA fan, uh, which is crazy. So I think a huge takeaway from his rehab and the time he has spent with his team, with this Nuggets team so far this season, while he has been on the court, He's been a very prominent figure around this group. Just think how much of a badass you got to be to be five foot nine and average twenty nine points per game in a season. That's yeah. what it did twenty sixteen seventeen when finished fifth in MVP voting with Boston. I mean that was really a perfect system for him. But regardless, like this dude is a freaking warrior. Mm-hmm. I mean to be five foot nine, average twenty nine points a game, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean let's not overlook how good of a player he was when he was healthy. He was unbelievable, man. Fifth in MVP voting, all-NBA guy, the best player on that Boston team. When healthy, he was a force. He was one of the top playmakers, one of the top scorers, one of the top one-on-one ISO guys, pick-and-roll players in this league. I don't know what kind of player the Nuggets are getting when he does make his debut, which I'm told could be as soon as next week. The Nuggets have two more games before the All-Star break on Monday against the Heat, on Wednesday against the Kings. He could be playing in one of those games depending on how he progresses here over the weekend. And so it's close. I mean, what type of player do you think we're getting in Isaiah Thomas? What do you think his role is going to be for this team? Actually, with Gary Harris out here until the All-Star break or until after the All-Star break, it looks like there could be some minutes for Isaiah Thomas when he comes back here. Yeah, I mean, there definitely could be. It doesn't sound like Gary is going to be at, back until after the All-Star break, so that definitely creates an opening for IT in, the, in these next couple of games if he's able to come back. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think you're probably going to see something pretty close to, to what we saw last year in Cleveland and L.A., at least at the start. I mean, he was a guy who did score the ball, but he just didn't do it very efficiently at all. He shot 37% from the field last year. Look, I, I just think it's going to take a lot of time to you know, look like the guy he was in Boston because he hasn't played in 11 months. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a point I, I've brought up a lot, but I just don't think you can miss that much time and come back and, and kick ass. I'd be very surprised. I think there's going to be a lot of easing in. There should be. And the good thing about where the Nuggets are at right now, near the top of the Western Conference, they don't need him to come in and be this savior, right? They don't need him to come in and be this high-usage guy that he's been for really most of his career and dominate the ball. They just need him to kind of fit into things. So I'm curious to see how it's going to look. I'm really not sure how it's going to look. I'm with you. I think it will be a slow process ramping him up to speed. We know how long it's probably going to take for him to get his win back. That's probably going to be the biggest thing on top of just his feel for the game that is going to need to – evolve over these first you know few weeks and, and games that he plays in because we saw how winded Jared Vanderbilt got after around two <laughs> minutes of action in his Nuggets debut and how long that process takes I can only imagine what's going to take for a guy like Isaiah Thomas who hasn't played in a year so uh, we'll see how it looks have you thought about lineup combinations for this guy who he could play with or do you think it's just going to be about throwing him out there getting his feet wet with really whoever is out there on the court with him. Yeah, I'm interested to see which guard that Michael Bowen pairs him with. 
I mean, him and Monte Morris, that's a, that's a pretty small backcourt. I mean, those mm-hmm. are, you know, two guys are probably like, what, 175 pounds, and, and one of them's got to guard two guards. Um, you know, I think IT can, can definitely play with Jamal Murray, even though that's still a pretty undersized backcourt. I think Jamal probably has a size to match up with a lot of, of shooting guards in this league for, for stretches here and there. So I'm curious to see that. I think Mason Plumlee. Um, will be good for IT. Like Mason Plumlee is just yep. a great screen setter, a great roller to the rim. We've seen the chemistry him and Monte Morris have. I think you know if IT is relatively healthy, then he and Mason, there's potential there for a nice two-man game. Well, that's what we were talking about all summer, right? When we were projecting this Nuggets bench unit, Isaiah Thomas signed here in the summer. A lot of people thought, hey, including us, because that's the info we were getting. He was likely going to be this team's backup point guard. Yeah, his rehab could bleed over into training camp a little bit, but most people around the team probably expected him to come back much earlier than he obviously is. And, you know, we're into February. We're into the final couple months of the season here. He was probably supposed to come back earlier and really take the reins of that backup point guard job. Now that job is Monte Morris's. And... I have a hard time imagining Isaiah Thomas is going to significantly cut into Monte Morris's minutes. Yeah, he could cut into them a little bit, but you've got to imagine with how Monte Morris has been playing. And he played great at the start of the season. Monte Morris did. He went through a little like four or five game lull last month. He's been the player over the last couple of weeks that he's been at the be- that he was at the beginning of the season, and even then some. He's been dynamic over these last few weeks for Denver. He's a knockdown three-point shooter, an unbelievable steady point guard, lead ball handler. So Monte Morris has got to be playing 20 to 25 minutes a night, right? And he's a pretty good defender too. True. Um, I mean, he's such a smart defender. He, he always just makes the offense beat you. Like, you're going to have to make a tough shot, or you're just going to have to beat Monte. He's not going to give you anything easy. Monte's been one of the best reserves in all basketball, in my opinion. I mean, I, I think this guy should be in the conversation for sixth man of the year. That's how good I think he is. I mean, no one in the Nuggets organization, they're all, they're all really high on Monte, obviously. They picked him, but mm-hmm. no one expected this from him this year. So, yeah, this is kind of going to throw a wrench in things. I mean, who saw Monte Moore's sixth man of the year candidate coming? <laughs> Nobody. Certainly not the Nuggets. He had a great summer league. He was one of the best players at summer league, did everything he needed to do there. And I think we had a suspicion that he could play a backup point guard role for Denver if that's what the Nuggets situation called for. Uh, But it was clear that the Nuggets signed Isaiah Thomas to be that guy, and things change, rehab, timeline shift, and Monte Morris emerges as a legit not only backup point guard but could probably start for a lot of teams in this league. So we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the weekend and into next week, but I would not be surprised if Monte or if Isaiah Thomas is in uniform for this team Monday. Do you know what Monte is in, in total minutes for this team right now? I would imagine he is third. He is third behind Nicole Jokic and, and Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. Right. Well, uh, he's played in every game. Yeah. That's something only Nicole Jokic has done. I believe. Jokic missed one, the suspension. Oh, right, the suspension. Monte, Malik Beasley are the only two guys. Right. And Mason Plumley. Right. So all those guys are incredibly durable. Yeah, it's it's crazy how big and significant of a piece he's he's been this year. 
I mentioned this on Thursday's show, but I want to hammer home this point. If you guys are holding out on a BSN Denver subscription, right now is the best time to get in. We got a really cool offer for you guys. You can actually get a one-year subscription to BSN Denver for only $29.99 for a limited time. One-year subscriptions for our site. And of course, you not only get our Nuggets coverage, but our Rockies, Broncos, Avalanche coverage as well. Usually go for $35.99 per year. But you can get a one-year sub for just $29.99 right now by using the promo code NUGGETS. That's all capitals when signing up at bsndenver.com backslash subscribe. This new price, it also comes out to just $2.50 a month. It's less than a cup of coffee. We've also got a little competition going on between our Broncos, Avalanche, and Rockies crew, so help us out. Whoever signs up the most fans of their respective sport out of the Nuggets, Rockies, Avalanche, and us over here at the Nuggets, everybody who signs up will actually win a free t-shirt from the BSN Denver locker. So if enough of you Nuggets fans sign up for BSN Denver subscriptions by using that promo code NUGGETS, while this deal is going on, all you guys are going to get free t-shirts from the BSN Denver Locker. Again, that promo code is NUGGETS, all one word, of course, all capital letters. You can subscribe at bsndenver.com backslash subscribe for just $29.99 for a one-year subscription. And if more of you guys sign up with that promo code than Broncos, Avalanche, and Rockies fans do, who all have their own respective promo code, all of you will get a free shirt from the BSN Denver Locker. So make sure to get on that offer before it expires. Also, a quick note from a new sponsor of the BSN Nuggets podcast, not the BSN Denver Network. It's Get Around. If you guys are ever in need of a car, truck, or vehicle for just a few hours or a few days, Get Around is at your service. If you're not familiar with Get Around, it's a car sharing app. You can literally unlock cars near you through their app. And better yet, if you have a car that's just sitting around, make some extra money for your next vacation. Get Around's insurance policy and 24-7 customer service have you covered. Go to get.co backslash BSN to save $15 off your first rental. Or you can visit get.co backslash BSN to sign up for free to rent your car out and start making some money fast with Get Around. The All-Star Draft was last night, a spectacle that I've been waiting with bated breath for over the last year. LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo selecting their rosters. I thought it was pretty good, Giannis selecting Jokic with his second overall reserve selection after taking teammate Chris Middleton. What do you think of that show? Did it live up to whatever high expectations I'm sure you had for it? Oh, it was super fun. LeBron and Giannis were both great. Giannis is so charismatic, man. I mean, the one-liners that he had were phenomenal. Getting in there and asking if that was tampering when LeBron took Anthony Davis. Yeah. Also, telling Shaq, you can call me Superman when, when Shaq just butchered his last name like 87 times in a row. I think we pretty much nailed the mock draft. I went into that mock draft, and if you didn't hear it, we recorded it on Wednesday's show. I was Team LeBron. Christian was Team Giannis. I went in as Team LeBron trying to pick a lot of prospective free agents next summer and a lot of clutch clients. I think that's the same strategy LeBron James had. He ended up with Kevin Durant, of course, Kyrie Irving, his first two picks, which were also my first two picks. He also got 
Anthony Davis on his team. That was his first reserve selection, just as I picked. He also wanted to draft Ben Simmons and then made the post-draft trade with Giannis for Russell Westbrook to get clutch client Ben Simmons on his team. He got Dwayne Wade. LeBron pretty much went through this entire draft as I thought he would. Was he playing the long game, do you think, or was he just trying to assemble the best team? Or well, maybe was, a little bit of both. He was to a degree, but, I mean, I think his team is better on paper than Giannis's. Um, yeah, Giannis was, is too nice to be a GM, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, Giannis has three centers on his roster. Yeah. Like, crucial mistake, picking Embiid and then going with Jokic for your second reserve. I mean, he probably should have just gone, like, all guards with with the starters, uh-huh. and, and then just nabbed Jokic like first or second with those reserves. So yeah. he's got three centers on his roster. It's 2019. No one needs three centers on their roster. Well, he was like, "Oh, Steph Curry picked me first last year. I'm gonna pick him first. I'm gonna pick my teammate Chris Middleton the first chance I get." LeBron, much more of a cutthroat GM as I think we would all expect. Also, I'm a little worried about Dirk because he's probably gonna have to guard like Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Davis when he's out there. Take it easy on him, all right? Be nice to Dirk. Uh, I think the reserves will play like one stint. Like they'll play six minutes and that'll, that'll be it. Yeah, so the starters, they play from what the opening tip, like a typical starter minute, start starter rotation. They play well into the first quarter. You think the reserves play normal reserve minutes beginning of the second quarter and then the starters kind of finish out the half and then, of course, like the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, they'll they'll play one stint in the first half, and then I think, you know, the guys who who weren't those special additions will play exclusively in the second half. Uh, another cool thing, I guess, that kind of stuck out to me with this game: six different countries represented on Team Giannis. Right. Real international flavor to that roster. We got the two Nicolas, um, Giannis, obviously Joel Embiid from Cameroon. So I thought that was pretty cool. Just the international influence and you know the NBA has really made an effort these last two decades to try to try to make basketball a global game and Andrew Sharp who writes for Sports Illustrated wrote a great piece about that last year but I mean they've really succeeded and I'm happy that that Dirk is going to be a part of Team Giannis I I tweeted last night uh, the greatest European player ever got picked by the guy who might take that title one day a lot of Nuggets fans tweeted at me like Jokic didn't pick him and I think Giannis, like if I had to bet on one of them to have a better career right now, I'd take Giannis. But here's a hot take. I think Nikola Jokic absolutely has a chance to have a better career than Dirk. He does. He has a chance to have a better career than Giannis, a better career than Dirk. I mean, if you look at what Nikola is doing at age 23 compared to what Dirk is doing at age 23, there's no comparison. It took much longer for Dirk to reach his prime, to reach – this level of play that Nicole is playing at, like a top 10 level of play, it took him much longer to get to that point than Nicole. Yeah, and I think from like a leadership standpoint and being comfortable as face of the franchise, it took, a, it took him a lot longer too. Like it took Dirk until like year six, seven, eight to grow into that role. And here we are, Jokic in year four, I think has grown into that role. And I think that also represents just how far the league has come as well and how much more responsibility is thrust on younger guys. I mean, if you look at Dirk's 23-year-old season, it was actually really impressive. (laughs) Maybe I should take that statement back. I mean, 23 points, 9.9 rebounds, 2.4 assists per game. But he wasn't regarded as a top-10 player back then, right? 
Yeah, there was also like a lot of bias against European players back sure. then too. I mean, it would be a tall task for Jokic to eclipse Dirk uh, for his career. He'd obviously have to get a ring, which you know, on Denver's current track, it seems like he might have a good shot to get. But it's on the table for sure. Age 23 season was 2001-2002. Uh, first time the Mavs made the playoffs with Dirk Nowitzki on the roster. Mm. Some parallels there with Nikola Jokic. 2002-2003, Mavs made a surprise run to the Western Conference Finals. And how about Nikola Jokic on this all-star team with Giannis with arguably the greatest European player of all time, Dirk, and the two guys who could take that mantle from him too. I feel like that's pretty interesting. So it'd be really cool to see how this All-Star game progresses. Of course, Michael Malone coaching the Team LeBron All-Stars. I wonder if he'll be sending double teams Jokic's way all night. I guess we'll have to find out in, what, a little over a week here, huh? All right, let's hit a break real quick. We've got some more to touch on on today's episode of the BSN Nuggets podcast. We'll be right back. Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have preferred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Total Beverage. We are recording today, of course, from... Blakeshire Tavern here in downtown Denver. If you've watched some course field, if you guys are ever in the area, make sure to check them out. Also want to remind you guys one more time, get in on that special deal we've got running right now for BS Endeavor subscriptions. Just $29.99 for a year-long sub. It's only $2.50 a month. And if enough of you guys sign up with that Nuggets promo code, if more of you guys sign up than Rockies do with their promo code, than the Broncos do with their promo code, than the Avalanche do with their promo code, all of you will get free T-shirts from the BSN Denver Locker. we got a lot of cool shirts on there, Nugget shirts, Bronco shirts, Avalanche shirts, Rocky shirts. Uh, so make sure to get on that. Help us out and get a free T-shirt. Let's wrap up on today's show. Let's look ahead to this game tonight in Philly, nationally televised matchup. I think this is going to be a really tough one for Denver to get. I always get the sense that once you get an injection of new talent, maybe this happens when Denver gets Isaiah Thomas, but I think it's a little bit different because he's coming back from an injury. And a guy like Tobias Harris has been having an all-star caliber season. When you get an injection of talent like that, like a Tobias Harris, that just raises the excitement level. It raises the level of play of a certain team, even though it might take a little bit to iron out the fit, to get comfortable with a team's playing style and whatnot. I'm always worried about facing off against a team that just acquired like an all-star talent like Tobias Harris. I have a feeling the 76ers are going to really pop off tonight 
I could be wrong, but I mean, this seems like it's going to be a tough matchup for Denver. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, they're just going to have that that extra juice. You'd much rather catch them like two weeks from now when, yeah. when things have settled down a little bit. I mean, they're such a tough matchup for Denver because they're freaking giant on the wings, and you know, Denver really doesn't have like the, those long rangy defenders. There's no more Wilson Chandler to kind of check those types. It's really up to guys like Will Barton and Torrey Craig and, you know, I guess Gary Harris isn't playing, but even he spends some time on those guys. I mean, they got Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, and Tobias Harris in the starting lineup tonight. How does Denver match up with that? I don't know, man. I mean, you got to assume the Nuggets are going to be rolling with Jamal Murray, Malik Beasley, Will Barton. I'm not sure if Paul Millsap is playing. Nicole Jokic and Mason Plumlee. It's tough, and that's going to be a problem a lot of teams face because Philly, they're loading up with those six, seven to six, eight wings. Tobias Harris is in that mold. I mean, that's where the league is going. It's tough to defend for any team. Yeah, man, they, I'm thinking back to that game. Philly just played in Denver, how terrible they looked. I mean, Joel Embiid didn't play in that game. Yeah. They just tried to junk it up. Jimmy Butler didn't play either. Yeah, oh, man. Well, uh, they, they do not have a ton of depth, and even after this trade, they still don't have a ton of depth. They lost Mike Muscala. They lost Landry Shamit, who have been two solid role players for them this year. They gained a better player in Tobias Harris, and they got a guy like Boban as well. And any time you're trading four quarters for a dollar, that's a trade you make in the NBA, and that had to be what Philly was thinking with this deal. And obviously it's a big upgrade, but they still don't have a ton of depth. Denver, even without... A. Paul Millsap and Gary Harris probably just has as much depth as they do, maybe even a bit more. So you got a feeling this matchup will be decided by Philly's top guys, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Boban factor, you mentioned that, too, has turned the tide in a couple games against oh, the Nuggets man. lately. Yeah. Imagine Joel Embiid and Boban going up in practice. Well, I was thinking if there's a end-of-game situation where Philly just needs to secure a rebound – off a free throw, there's no way the opponent's getting that rebound. <laughs> like, those two guys on the block getting ready to box out. I mean, talk about forming a wall. Jimmy like, Butler's the smallest is player on the court. the Berlin Wall right there. The Berlin Wall. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a lot of just massive human being. I mean, it, it probably looks like Pacific Rim when Boban and Joel <laughs> are going up each other, against each other in practice. Right. Boban... If, they can, if a team can find a way to use Boban and keep him on the court for 25 minutes a game, I feel like he'd be a dominant player. He can't really defend the high pick and roll, and that's how you beat Boban. Like, that's how you force him off the floor. But if a team, and we've seen the Nuggets have trouble getting him off the court in the past, but I still believe he can be a force if he can just have that stamina to play like 20 minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, he's always just going to be a fun guy to play 10 or 15 minutes here and there. But yeah. it's it's so funny when he rolls to the rim, like, guards will just throw it up, and Boban, without jumping, can go and get it, and, like, there will be a pack of people around him jumping, and he's oh, yeah. the one who comes up with it. It's crazy. I don't know if Boban has ever played jackpot, but he would have been pretty good at jackpot. He would have <laughs> won every time. Yeah, for sure. I want to remind you guys, if you ever got a question for the show, if you got any questions off this Philly game happening here later on Friday, some of you are probably already listening to this after it has recorded, but don't be afraid to give us a call. Leave a question for the show. It's the Total Beverage Fan Hotline, 1-800-BSN-8394. 1-800-BSN-8394. They're also our presenting sponsor here on the BSN Nuggets podcast. So make sure to call us up. 
If you've never called before, all it is is an answering machine. So just leave your name, leave where you're calling from, and leave a question for the show. You got anything else as we get out of here on this Friday? I think that's it for me. Pumped to watch this game on ESPN. All right, guys. Enjoy the game. We'll be back with another episode late Sunday night, early Monday morning. Talk to you then. Dr. Rick and his team at Belmar Chiropractic focus on getting to the root cause of your problem instead of chasing symptoms. The results have been like above and beyond anything I could have ever expected. My pain is completely gone, full of energy, even throughout my entire pregnancy. He was able to adjust me and it sounds crazy to say, but like no back pain throughout my whole pregnancy. That was just really amazing. It's better than anything I could have expected for sure. That was Caitlin. Like her, many people who had looked everywhere and tried everything finally found relief and healing at Belmar Chiropractic. It makes you feel really comfortable because he always tells you what he's doing before he actually does it. So I always felt really, really comfortable and they're all so warm and welcoming as well, which is always great. Dr. Rick can help decrease anxiety and depression, reduce stress, improve mental focus and clarity, provide better quality of sleep, boost your immune system, and so much more. He's definitely the most knowledgeable chiropractor I've ever been to, and I've actually have recommended him to many, many of my friends and coworkers. Give Belmar Chiropractic a call today at 303-233-1236.